This week on Emerge Mobile First, a conversation with Jack Fan, Vice President and Entrepreneur in Residence at Digital Trends. That's mobile right now. It's just learning who you are and trying to give you technology that allows you to be mobile and move around and, and, and not have to sit at a computer to find information that you need right there and then. Welcome to Mobile First. You'll find bonus tools, expanded information, and key takeaways on our website, EmergeMobileFirst.com. For a quick and effective way to level up your mobile strategy, again, that's EmergeMobileFirst.com. Jack is Vice President and Entrepreneur in Residence at Digital Trends with a focus on brand and social media marketing strategies. A visionary entrepreneur and thought leader with a passion for startups, leadership, and technology, Jack has had multiple exits as a co-founder and CTO of several companies. Jack, thanks for joining us. I'm really excited to have you here. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. So I like to start out by knowing a little bit more about your origin story and what you're passionate about. So Jack, what are you most passionate about? I'm a passionate guy about just tech and leadership and innovation. You know, my career started in, in just being able to see all the technologies that as they were coming up, taking the opportunity to innovate with what's available. So my passion, you know, lies in, in tech in general, but just anything that's new and innovative. You've got a really exciting background and story, even from when you were months old. And so can you maybe dive into that a little bit, walk us through the path you took to get where you are today, and maybe even touch on some of the pivots and personal growth you made along the way? Yeah, definitely. So. You know, I left Vietnam as a refugee on a boat uh, with my parents just before I was one years old. And we actually got robbed by pirates. And that scenario actually got uh, kidnapped by the, uh, the second boat, which, you know, they didn't have anything to rob from the, the boat because of the first pirates. And before I even turned one year old, was uh, had an exciting, uh, interesting life. But I eventually I made it to Portland, Oregon here when I was uh, one, grew up uh, in Portland. Um, you know, in a family where my, my father was an entrepreneur, he, you know, started a business, wanted to make sure that, you know, he was in control of what he does for the family, what he can provide and not, you know, take uh, what, you know, welfare or anything else. And, and he grew a business that allowed me as a child to grow up and see how to interact with customers, how to create opportunities for the business. And, you know, at the early age of probably six, seven years old, I'm helping customers uh, along the way. So that led me, you know, down my, my career path into entrepreneurship. With my parents, they were always focusing on, you're going to be a doctor. You know, my sister's a nurse. You know, I have family who are in, in the medical field. But my passions were in, in technology and, and uh, in innovation. And uh, as I got to Pacific University, going down into, you know, optometry and, and the medical field, I was very fortunate that it happened right around the uh, early internet days as, as things were beginning to be created with websites, you know, Yahoo and, and all these companies and was able to get on with a startup company that allowed me to be able to take that innovation and apply my knowledge to it and help grow the company, raise capital, and uh, grew that company to to a substantial side, size before the dot-com bubble burst. My taste of, of that allowed me to create a second business. We grew that internally with our own resources, used what we knew. Google started popping up in the early 2000s and taking advantage of those opportunities as well. And so we grew our business. Into uh, 2007, 2008, we uh, sold that uh, to a Bay Area company for a substantial amount of money. 
just myself and my business partner and was had the great opportunity of being able to take that and work with a lot of new uh, entrepreneurs and, and startups and, and invest in a lot of different companies here in the Portland area. And that's kind of the start of my career. Yeah, that's really awesome. And then at that point now, is this where you meet digital trends or how does digital trends play into this? After I sold the business, I started you know, investing and had the opportunity to meet just amazing entrepreneurs and people in the area. And I was uh, very fortunate to meet uh, Ian Bell and Dan Gall, who were founders of Digital Trends. Got it. I was a reader of, of another tech media site and had no idea that Digital Trends right here in my backyard in Portland and met those guys. And just because I was so passionate about the tech field and coming in and seeing drones and 3D printers and the latest cell phones and, and whatnot, you know, and watching Ian and Dan, who built this company, uh, Digital Trends, uh, without raising any sing- a single dollar, these two guys have built an amazing business bringing in, you know, 25, 30 million uniques a month uh, to a tech media site here here in Portland, you know, not New York, not LA, in Portland. And so uh, great to meet these two guys from an entrepreneur perspective and being able to lend some of my expertise kind of uh, as a mentor, but really as, as a hobby, finding all the uh, interesting things that, that they get to see and finding my way into this business as a way of just applying the entrepreneurial, you know, mindset of, of how to think about growing a business. And we had a lot of synergies early on. And and now I'm at Digital Trends, leading strategy, heading social media, brand marketing, and being able to travel and and get involved with all the latest technology that before they even come out or as they're coming out. So Jack, for those of us that may not know, can you give us a quick summary about Digital Trends and what it is? Yeah, Digital Trends is a a tech media site. We do reviews and news around technology, all the shows from CES to Mobile World Congress, you know, IFA, and we cover everything from, you know, the latest cell phones to cars, 3D printers and drones, uh, you know, latest home innovations and, and, and appliances and, and smart homes. So we have an amazing staff here of writers and editors, and we have offices in New York, Portland, uh, LA, San Francisco, Toronto, just all over the country. And, you know, we cover all sorts of technology and, and, and really trying to apply the editorial style of technology to as a lifestyle, not about the specs of everything that, that is out there. It's about how we use it in our lives and how it affects our lives from cell phones. And, and like I said, to just technology in general, when they're here in Portland, uh, which is pretty amazing for the, the company and the size they are, that we are. I mean, we are the largest private tech media company in the world, which is uh, really a testament to the amazing job that the team here and the founders have helped done. Yeah, that's really cool. You know, being a Portland native myself. So Definitely wanted to dig into that, but I'm really excited to talk about some of these trends being the resource that you are. And so as vice president of strategy, strategy and entrepreneur in residence at Digital Trends, you know, what are some of the things that you currently focus on? Yeah, so I focus a lot on brand uh, marketing and social media currently. And, you know, I look at all the different areas of the business as far as one of the opportunities. And one of the opportunities we had was, you know, our writers have been writing amazing content and I need to make sure that they get into the, the right eyes the right places from you know, different mobile apps to uh, social media, to newsletters, whatever it is, I'm making sure that we can reach as many people as we can. And so I lease the social media team, growing our followers and making sure that, you know, we were engaging with the audience, that we have a, a way to interact with our readers and allow them to really connect with our writers and get access to a lot of technologies that we're able to see and, and share and, and help them make decisions as far as what they want to buy or, or where they're going and how they want to use technology in their life. 
Yeah. And I think a lot of the listeners and companies that are listening can relate to exactly what you're focusing on. You know, now that there's all these various ways to connect with users and have these conversations that are focusing on how to have their voice heard and how to cut through all this noise now that anyone with a phone can be a content creator. So with that, and some of the things that you're focusing on, you know, getting into apps, social media, emails, what are some of the the key things in all these channels that you're focusing on that you're seeing having the biggest impact? You know, engaging with the audience is a big deal. You can go so far and say, hey, I'm going to get all my content out there and just share and make sure that people see and read, but try to interact a lot with our audience. We try to respond. You know, we are live videos, you know, giving people access, having them answer questions, but really engaging with, with our audience to, you know, see what they're really interested in finding out, you know, you know how they uh, respond to how the technology applies in their life or how they want to use it or whether they like this or they like that, what their thoughts are on, you know, why, you know, Samsung phones, you know, the Note 7 exploded last year. What were their thoughts with Apple, you know, people who follow iPhones and, you know, that, that audience versus the audience of Android, you know, how many people switched over. All these things that happen to our audience that relate to technology, we use the social media platform to really engage and create those conversations and allow people to express themselves as well as be heard and, and, and get opinions on what our pros think about uh, all these different uh, situations. So with technology, uh, you know, Twitter and Facebook is always going to be the, the main things, but really using different social media platforms just to reach and allow ourselves to interact and engage with the audience is, is the primary thing that we focus on. Got it. So it's not just putting these news trends and, and breaking news on display for people to consume. It's also interacting with the audience and, and almost having them be a source to some of the content or at least the way that you position and frame the content. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we will do Twitter polls and, and find out information and what are people thinking? You know, what what is our the demographic of, of our audience and, and try to create conversations that allow them to to feel like they're impacting, you know, some of the decisions that we we have when we're writing certain uh, responses to certain articles, whether they like a certain watch or a phone or 3D printer or drone or whatnot. So uh, it, it's fun. It feels like they're part of our uh, our family. So. I love that. And so you mentioned Twitter polls, that being one of those tools and, and avenues to, you know, aggregate some of this information. How else are you approaching and engaging in these conversations? You know, we Twitter polls are a great way to just get something up quickly. Obviously, on Facebook, we'll ask questions as well. You know, what do you think about this, or what do you think about that? What are your, you know, favorite classic uh, games on NES, for example? And we take that information and, and kind of gather that to input into our articles. But also, we we look at you know what are people interested in, where they're at. They may aspire to be in a Lamborghini or Ferrari, but really. The, they want to get into the latest Honda Accord or, or another, you know, just a regular car. But we want to be able to show them the aspirations, but then also uh, provide them with information on, you know, what they want to attain, what they actually want to get into. We want to be able to gather that information in many, many different ways. So we'll have content that will be related to the review, but also, you know, opinion pieces that try to get our take and then get the response from people to gauge what their feeling is on on certain topics. Really cool. And so, you know, with these apps and and using social media, mobile technology has absolutely enabled that, right? Is there anything else that mobile has done or challenges that it's created in engaging in these conversations? Some of these conversations, it's with social media, sometimes it's just one way. Take Snapchat, for example. 
you know, we try to engage with uh, within Snapchat and presenting our content to there, but it's more of a one-way conversation, and we like the two-way conversations a little bit better because it allows us to 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 capture what the audience is, is responding to us. Um, you know, Instagram stories, for example, have been actually more engaging because we're I can allow people to you know respond to us and and uh, get our, our latest things. Then the audience just feels a little bit more like they want to be able to reach out. And they love being, you know, when we mention them, hey, thanks for this, or we, we, we mentioned someone in, in our post or whatnot. That's the engaging piece that people feel like I'm a part of thought process and what's going on with digital trends. Got it. And I want to reiterate something you said, because I think it's really important. You said focus on the two-way conversation, whereas Snapchat is great to be on, but it's more of the one-way conversation. You're just posting information. They, there's not really a channel that, that's facilitated to have that conversation, like maybe Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, the conversation goes two ways. And so if you're there just to push content out, that's great. If you're a brand and that's what you want to do, but we're in the business of trying to engage and provide our users something that's useful and take their input and applying it to responding to them and and giving them what they want to want to see and what they want to hear, as well as create, you know, conversations around things that may be, you know, somewhat more controversial or trivial based on technologies and innovations that are coming up. And being an online media company, right, your whole business is around the conversation with the consumer, like it's facilitating that conversation. And so with these various channels and ways to connect and and have this engagement with the consumer, you mentioned Instagram. So which of these, I guess, would you think is the most pound for pound effective one that you've seen to be able to have and facilitate this conversation? So definitely going to be Facebook. Uh, And because Facebook just has a platform uh, has really allowed us to, um, you know, they had sent us private messages, which they do quite often, actually. How do I buy this? How do I buy that? That's great. When is that coming out? But then also engaging within the, the comments on specific, you know, reactions that, that we have to certain content or certain things that are coming out. Facebook really allows us to have those conversations as well as people conversing with other people. Now, sometimes you get to, uh, you know, verbal wars over uh, opinions, uh, you know, Android versus iOS, right? But, you know, the, the conversations there are, are great and it's engaging and allows us to really connect. Twitter is, is one where people have a quick response, quick reaction to, to certain things. And it allows much faster, much shorter. And we have a lot of conversations on there. But by far, I would say Facebook has the ability for us to engage in, in two-way conversations. And we integrate, for example, our Facebook comments into our commenting system on our site because it, it connects those two together. So it allows us to really communicate and, and exchange uh, the, the, the opinions in a two-way conversation. Interesting. Okay. And so I guess in, in your current position and currently what you're focusing on, what do you think is going to be that next thing that's going to allow you to scale to the next level? Are you currently focusing on having more conversations in these channels? Are you looking at getting into more channels to have different conversations in? Or what are the things that you're focusing on that you're seeing being kind of the bigger hurdles that are preventing you from reaching this next level? With the type of content we produce, um, we're seeing more and more of uh, sites and or companies such as Apple or Google and even Facebook start to go more of the instant articles, um, you know, the amps, the the Apple news, you know, apps that have the news in them. So it's a quicker way to get access to that, that news. And so we've been, you know, working on making sure that we have a presence on, for example, Apple news and have uh, our our content and a mobile way that people are reading our information. But, you know, some of those things lack the ability 
to have the, that two-way conversation. So those are some of the challenges. We know we have to be there. We know we have to have our content in there and people want to read, but how do they really respond or ask us questions? And those are some of the challenges that we're trying to see how we can connect those pieces together. But so many apps out there today are, are you know, Smart News is another one where it's now beginning to say, okay, well, there's so many media companies covering a lot of the same things. How do you go through, you know, get through the noise and find your favorite, you know, the channel that allows you to receive your information, then also, you know, be able to respond and or provide their feedback on, on, on certain information. So, you know, you look at Apple News and, you know, Google is just really focusing on, on Google AMP as a search platform uh, with their mobile um, you know, instance type of article. And so those are some of the challenges now that, you know, if we're trying to engage, social media is that platform, but people are consuming content in so many different ways that it, it's really diversifying how we, we approach how we can allow people to find and figure out how to communicate with us. I see. Very cool. Yeah, I just want to reiterate that because I think that's a really, really good point. You mentioned, you know, actively having a presence on all these platforms to diversify yourself, but then really what allows you to have that edge is you're connecting this back into that two-way conversation so that you, you're able to then foster better conversations in your media because it's engaged, it's, it's sourced by the people that are, are consuming it. Yeah, you, you, and it's interesting because one of the things that I'm, uh, other companies try to do is of kind of chat bots and then try to put in you know, AI into how robots will respond to, you know, to certain conversations. I mean, we haven't taken that approach yet. We still have humans here talking to everyone engaged with us, but I'm seeing more and more of these responses that come from chatbot messengers and, and, and other areas that are taking some of the human element away and, and they're getting good at it. And you almost can't tell that it's actually, you know, a program that's responding to you as opposed to human. And, and so those are some things, you know, we'll probably explore it at some point, but it, it's definitely a very interesting um, arena that, that is developing in, in the AI and, and chat uh, world. So what's your opinion on that? You know, it, it's hard because uh, for me, I love technology. I love innovation. You know, I love being able to see the advancements of, uh, robotics and, 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 you know, artificial intelligence. It's scary though. I mean, you, it's Skynet, right? You start thinking about what could happen. It's scary to me, um, but I don't feel like we're quite there yet. You know, I look at uh, Google Assistant and their AI and, and like, okay, that's pretty uh, significant. Alexa has done a great job. Siri, uh, on the other hand, I think Siri is just, uh, she's there, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> not the smartest. Uh, but Companies are learning from all these different uh, AI tools and, and assistants, and it's identifying patterns of what people are asking, you know, or what people are looking for, and coming up with responses that, you know, yeah, you may not need someone to respond the same thing over and over again. It's a challenge because I feel like these conversations, we are we're humans, and we need to be able to, you know, figure out from tone uh, of voice and, uh, you know, from facial recognition and, and, and other things. And I say that, and yet people are still developing that type of technology to even get better at that. So who knows? It could get into a scenario where it's, it's all AI out there at some point. And that's how we save our civilization is, is uh, through uh, robots and technology. So, Right. And it's, it's all about that marriage between the, the human element and the technology. And so, you know, what Digital Trends focuses on and affecting the way that we live our lives, I guess, with this human element, with your purview you know, what are you anticipating the way the mobile experience will affect the way that we live as humans? Yeah, I mean, mobile so far, has been, you can see right now today, I mean, I look back at 5, 15, 20 years ago and how I use mobile versus today. And, and it's incredible just the different 
tools and applications that are out there. Uh, geolocation, the amount of data that is being collected based on where we are and, and trying to figure out you know, what our intent is on, on where we're going and what we want to eat and, and where we visit. That data gathering is, is super important because we are a mobile society. You know, and now that we're traveling everywhere we go, we have devices that can, can provide us either improve our experience, uh, whether we're driving our car somewhere or walking down the street uh, across some shops or, or a restaurant or whatnot. That's mobile right now. It's, it's just learning who you are and trying to give you technology that allows you to be mobile and move around and, and, and not have to sit at a computer to find information that you need right there and then. So to me, it, it's, it's mobile technology. It's not just cell phones, right? I mean, we're talking about, you know, trackers and fitness trackers and you know, wearables and, and, and just autopilot, you know, cars and, you know, where you should go to eat and, and where it's driving, where it's going to take you and, and, and recognition from that standpoint. But it's a lot of data is being captured right now. And um, I think we're still only seeing just the, the tip of the iceberg as far as what can be done with that data. Right. Very cool. Yeah. And right. The phone is just that device that enables mobile, like you're pointing out. And so when we start to think about it in that way, what else can contribute to this idea of mobile? So I guess, Jack, what's the coolest thing you're working on right now that you're wanting everyone to check out? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, right now, I mean, just today, for example, every time a, a new device comes out, you know, we, we try to cover that and, and give people early access to, to a lot of information. So for me, it's, it's, you know, with my team here, I focus primarily on just making sure that we can be ahead of the game uh, as far as, you know, getting early access and, and making sure that we can share what we know with others so that they have the ability to, you know, make their own decisions uh, and, and understand what's, what's out there. So, you know, referring to, you know, what I do here at Digital Trends, that's kind of my, my focus. From a technology standpoint, I'm, I'm still fascinated by drones and 3D printing. The innovation there is, is just fascinating. Drones continue to get better and how they're being used. But I see our guys here just, you know, testing some to the limits of some of these tools and seeing what they can do and, you know, providing that feedback to manufacturers so that they can properly adjust, you know, what they need to do to provide even a better product, right? So it's super fascinating, you know, a lot of the the green technology, health, you know, my background being going down the direction of healthcare, I love looking at, you know, recently there was a, uh, a scientist took a, a spinach leaf and was able to make it transparent and, and basically use as if it was a heart and be able to, to uh, pump blood through his veins and looking at the uh, possibility of using that as a, a method in healthcare for uh, people with heart problems and, and understanding how the heart acts. So that stuff is, is fascinating to me. Wow. Digital trend, uh, you know, per se, but it's, it's, these are trends in technology and, and innovation. And that stuff is just, it's, it's completely fascinating. So if we wanted to keep tabs on some of the things that you're working on, uh, where should we go? Digitaltrends.com uh, is, is our site and we cover everything from the latest, uh, you know, innovations in, in, in tech to just, some of the crazy uh, stuff that's out there on Kickstarters and, you know, even the, the regular things that you may be looking to buy from, you know, appliances to TVs will give you our best insights on, on all the information. We'll find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Digital Trends, and then myself, at Jack Fan. Uh, I cover just a, a hodgepodge of everything from digital trends to leadership to entrepreneurship and trying to, you know, share just my history, my um, passions, and, and, and everything that I've experienced in my life which is this fun connecting with so many people all over the, the, the world uh, on the internet. All right. So everyone go check out digitaltrends.com and then all of their social channels are just at digital trends. And then to follow Jack personally, 
It's at Jack Fan, J-A-C-K-P-H-A-N, to see what he's up to. And also make sure to tune in this Friday where Jack is going to be sharing some of his most valuable resources in our Rapid Fire Friday rounds. Well, Jack, thanks for joining us today and sharing uh, as much as you did. We really appreciate it. Got a lot of value and takeaways from this. So it was an absolute pleasure to have you on. It was my pleasure. And thank you for having me on. And it was great to be here. Absolutely. Hey, thank you for listening. Make sure to tune in this Friday for this week's guest resources from our rapid fire question round. And I'm always happy to be a resource in any way that I can. So visit emergemobilefirst.com to reach out to me directly or for additional insights, resources, and bonus tools that can help catapult your organization to the next level. Until next time, think mobile first.